Hey bitches, welcome to the Girl Group Chat, a podcast where two sisters solve all the world's problems from two different hemispheres. Today on the Group Chat, we are talking about bad dates. I'm so excited about this, but my favourite part about this, which I didn't tell you up until now because I wanted to get your reaction, was me and Kane went out on a date tonight before we did this podcast and now I am lit. <laughs> what? Are you drunk? Yeah, that's why I was so relaxed while you were doing all your bits. Not that I got stressed out easily, but like you were like, "Oh, sorry, Anya," and I was like, "I'm living my life here. Don't be worrying about me." Yeah, I was wondering because I was like, "Oh, so backstory to the listeners." Mm-hmm. Um, I there's fucking construction going on outside my house where they seem to be drilling to the earth's core right outside my window, and I had to move the whole fucking podcast set up into my bedroom, and the Chambra is not fucking set up for an L podcast. So <laughs> it took about 25 million years for me to get set up. And you're just sitting there smiling. Makes sense now that you're bleeding locked in my bitch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, the second you. cocktail, man. Second cocktail went down a treat. And I was sitting How there smiling. Two. Two. <laughs> Chat, I'm the world's cheapest date. I went for a six course tasting menu last night. And they were like, do you... Do you want the wine parents like? And I was like, Are you asking me if I want six glasses of wine in oh the space God. of two hours? I Do you think I have time to be not sleeping and, and have heartburn tomorrow? No. <laughs> Ironically, you've got terrible heartburn. <laughs> I have ter- awful, riddled with heartburn. I'm telling you, I'm absolutely hawking in the fucking Gaviscon tablets. Oh. Rennies are coming out my arse at this stage. <laughs> not working. <laughs> Honestly, God. You know, you're supposed to swallow them, not put them in your arse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly short of fucking crushing them up now at this stage and putting them in the NASA. They just don't work. Here, just say, I'm always questioning whether we sh- should just generally remain friends or not, right? You liking mm. milk is the biggest red flag. Biggest <laughs> red flag. If there are Find other people listening to this, no, horrible. Horrible. Ever since you were a child, I was like, what's wrong with this kid? That's our no. Love. Yeah, he loves it. Do you know what what I find very unsettling, right, Mm. about his affinity towards a bit of Banya? He will have a thimble full of milk with his dinner, and that's the only liquid other than tea that he'll consume. You never see him drinking a glass of water. Around our parents' age, between 50 and 60, they don't know that you have to consume liquids to stay alive. Like, Mm. and Irish ones, oh my God, no, a cup of tea is all to be had the whole day. Myself and Anya were... Uh, avid altar servers as kids. Mm. Some priest came into the class one day and <laughs> us. And we were in about four class and we were like, oh, I'd love to. I'd be fucking deadly altar server. Yeah, no butter. I'd love to wear a dress. <laughs> and Monday night was my gig. You were like very special and you got the L Sundays. I got um, Sundays. I got weddings. Weddings. I got you Christmas. Fortune. Chap, I made loads of money. But we loved a bit of church. Oh, my God. Mm. See, I used to get myself up in the mornings on a Sunday and bring myself off to mass, bring myself <laughs> off to church. The ma- My ma wouldn't be bringing me. So there was one priest, right? So do you remember Father Frank? I do, of course, yeah. Seeing so as Father I lived Frank in the church. <laughs> Father Frank was a real hard ass. So you'd come out, yeah. right? And it'd be like getting out of the ring and you'd be like, oh, how did I do? How was it? How was it? And they'd always <laughs> give you a mark out of 10. Do you remember? And Father Frank never gave you a 10 out of 10. 
never. never. He'd be like, never. nothing's ever perfect, girls. Nothing's ever perfect. And it's like, are you not preaching the divine? This doesn't no. make any sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then Father Billy. Well, <laughs> do you remember, right? So, da. So when it wasn't smartphones, but it was like phones where you can record like messages and stuff on your phone had first come out. We were kind of like kind of twinkie tweens whatever <laughs> yeah and da took your phone and he recorded yeah. a message and he put it on as your ringtone and it was da shouting on you answer your phone on you mm-hmm. answer your phone on you answer your fucking phone and you left your little pink nokia flip phone in <laughs> flip phone in uh what's the little room did it where the, the sacristy the dress is not the sacristy yeah and uh, it was in the middle of mass and you could just hear your phone starting to ring me and like on it answer your phone on it your fucking phone <laughs> and father frank just looking at you being like see you me and you're gonna have a scrap <laughs> after this oh. class you're getting a six out of ten you little bitch <laughs> do you know what we did scrap and he won fair play to him do you know, yeah. and the worst thing about this is that claire that's the second time that happened to me in that church with that ringtone the first time was that I had me phone in me pocket because they were like, right, Anya, you're not allowed to leave your fucking phone in the sacristy anymore. It's like, fair enough, fair enough, Father Frank. So I had it in me pocket underneath me robes, like, and so you're dressed in the altar servant dresses and then you have the the belt around you. And sure, I couldn't get the phone quick enough. I'm standing talking to Father Frank, uh, no, Father Billy. Standing talking to Father Billy, I think it was before Mass. And so, you know, there's people starting to come in. There's, you know, the very devout old women from the area coming in 40 minutes before to do the rosary. And so they're all sitting there and Da starts screaming in my pocket and I couldn't get to the phone because the altar servant dresses were so heavy. Too thick. They were serious, serious money spent on them Algunas. Yeah, and sure, I was allowed because I was, you know, head honcho at one stage in, in the altar service. I was allowed to pick new ones out of the uh, the catalogue uh, catalog. mm. Here, do you remember they got so because you're a celiac remember they specifically got gluten free holy bread just for you body of christ sans gluten just for you <laughs> <laughs> well sure it's the least they could have done because i was often the only person in the church yeah like you uh, fucking going seven times a week like yeah i would question your childhood definitely definitely Sure, if you didn't think that me and Claire were weird enough, now you knew that we we didn't even grow up very religious or anything. We just took it upon no. ourselves to go and be religious a for a short amount of time. <laughs> it, was a it, was a, it was a gang, honest to God. It was proper like the, it was like narcos, basically. Of <laughs> honest to God, do you remember? And you'd be like fighting over who got to <gasps> ring the bell, being like, it's my fucking turn. If you try and ring that bell on my watch. I swear to fucking God, like very, uh, there was definitely like a, a bit of a cult vibe. I suppose that's religion really, isn't it? The end <laughs> and there was such a hierarchy. Like we were, mm. as you say, who got to ring the bell? Who got to wash the priest's hands? Do you remember that? <laughs> we would wash his hands. He'd hold the little bowl as he washed his hands. And you'd go to other churches and you'd be watching what the other altar servers would be yeah. doing. He'd be yeah, like, ah, oh, she's oh. doing a shocking job at that bell there. And then <laughs> if, you were, 
if you weren't washing his hands or ringing the bell, you were holding candles in front of him while he said the gospel. No way. While he said, while he said the gospel. You were, My... do you remember you used to stand in front of the pulpit thing? Oh, Two years just holding candles, staring at each other. And sometimes he'd go on for so long and that candle was so heavy, clear. Oh, yeah. He stood there for well, a fucking 20 minutes, like. My favourite part <laughs> of the altar-serving gig was being at the... Were you in front of the priest? No, he was first and you were after him, carrying the candle. And I just thought, what a thrill this is. I'm <laughs> nine years old and I am <laughs> exposed to open fire. And I am basically unsupervised. I could start <laughs> fucking smashing people with this candle and nobody will say nothing to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, they had to they had to have a word with me at some at one stage being like, here on you, will you stop Claire from shoving her fingers into the <laughs> Do you remember that? I'd be, I'd be serving the people their fucking holy bread with the covered in wax. Just like pushing my fingers into the into the wax. Oh, the candles are being bits and I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to cut the top off for that Claire. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the head on show. The my I loved as well at the end of mass when everybody was gone <laughs> and you're still allowed in the church because you're a badass altar server. And yeah, remember the little little hat, metal hat on the metal rod that you put over the candle for to <laughs> extinguish them. I'd be like, this is mad. I have metal rod exposed to open fire. This is fucking deadly. Like, obviously, absolute psychotic fucking what's the word pyromaniac. That's exactly right. So I joined the altar service because I wanted to be part of something. Yeah, I just didn't have any mates around. So I was like, great, grand, I'm going to join a gang. You did it because you wanted access to fire. <laughs> I remember we were watching mass one year at Christmas and one of the girls, our hair went up in flames and you were going to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, this is me now, lads. Sign me up on January 1st. <laughs> you were like, can't wait to do me communion so we can be an altar server. Just, fucking, just doing lines of fucking matches. Do you remember the matches that you used to light the candles with? They were huge. That's where I all started fucking sniffing the carbon when you'd light the match. Oh, lovely. <laughs> it's all downhill from there, I tell you. Um, oh, my God. Oh, what was I going to say about the... Oh, yeah, no. It, it, another thing I loved, I found very entertaining, was dodging the local pedo all the time and trying to <laughs> outsmart them. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, how are you, Claire? Do you want to um, after mass out the back there and we'd go for a little walk together and I'd be like see who you blame me <laughs> so this is my sister Claire Claire has a permanent line down the centre of her forehead that when she laughs too hard comes out like a dinosaur she's currently pushing a little poo out to try and make it come out it's coming out hard out she looks like a little dinosaur right she got said fucking protrusion she got this line down the centre of her forehead because I put one sock over the two of her feet and, and made her run into a door frame. <laughs> when we were little, she just was hopping around and the screams out of you when you fell into that door frame. You were always ratting me. You were always ratting me out to Ma. And I was always trying to cover your mouth being like, shut the fuck up whenever I, whenever I hurt you. But that one I was like, I ah, now actually call Ma. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, you were fucked, mate. <laughs> See, you full on, you had put the door frame and now you have a poor... Oh. Now Claire has a permanent line down the centre of her forehead. I do. That's yeah. literally like thickening of my skull bone. <laughs> it was cracked. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Not once um, where we ever actually brought to the hospital for any of this stuff, which is pretty funny as well. No. Remember when your yeah. mom smashed it in the head with a brick? And your skull, your skull was fucking exposed. And I was like, you'd be fine. I'll put a paper stitch on that when you get home. <laughs> Chop, do you remember when I accidentally injected myself with Eva Costello's adrenaline needle? <laughs> and her EpiPen, I full-blown injected a full round of adrenaline into my hand. <laughs> and her ma brought us down to mom. was like, oh my God, what's we do? <sighs> my ma was like, it's grand. She'd be just full of energy for a couple of hours. Go back up there and play with Eva. <laughs> So do you know what happened, right? <laughs> so you injected yourself. Eva's ma brought you down to the house where me and Kiva were looking after you. Oh. Me and our the other sister were looking after you because ma was at work and we weren't old enough to be looking after you, so we couldn't even bring you to hospital if we wanted. To. <laughs> so, so, so we so rang ma. ma. So we rang ma, and she was like, "No, you just have to run her." And we were like, "What do you mean, run her?" She's like, "Bring her to the field." <laughs> and make her run <laughs> so we literally just brought like like a dog like we brought a stick up the field and we just were throwing a stick and you were just running around left a little like lying around the grass like of just running oh. around in circles <laughs> that's so funny. oh gosh well sure that that's clear anyways lying down the center of our forehead and nobody cared about her as a child <laughs> <laughs> And then one day I had a headache and got brought to a and I just didn't want to fucking fold clothes and put them away, but <laughs> so I said, I said I had a headache. I got brought to a and <laughs> Do you remember the amount of chores we did as children? No wonder we are OCD. Yeah. Like proper OCD because it was like a sweatshop in fucking 17 Wiper Park. Okay, so this is Anya. Anya is my sister. And Anya spent her childhood and teenage years joining different cults. Baroga <laughs> being the most intense. So Anya basically spent her teenage years um, going to motivational talks and conferences. Um, but actually it was just a full-blown cult. <laughs> Do you so remember? Baroga, for people who don't know. It's like the youth service in Ireland. Mm. So, yeah, I just went to youth club constantly. Like, all different, all different youth Yeah, clubs. but, like, t- you, you took it to, like, a, a serious L level. I, know, I think now it's the same as the altar serving, right? I was just looking for yeah. somewhere to belong. Yeah, nobody loved you either. Oh, no. It's a common team coming up here. I'm still doing it. I'm still, all I do is join clubs, Claire. All mm. I do is join clubs. Somebody said to me the other day, I'm going to put together a philosophy group. I was like, put my name down. I'll be there. <laughs> One of my friends once said to me, here, I'm going to this dinner thing tonight. There, a couple of my friends are going and it's uh, they're going to make vegan dinner and it'll all be gluten free. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds lovely. I'll come. Sure, wasn't it? Harry Krishna meet up. <laughs> <laughs> the most a surreal experience chap fully i was jumping up and down being like what is going on 
sing and, and chant and the Harry Christmas stuff. I was the whole time I was going here, as soon as this is over, I'm never coming back to this again. Like never in my life, holy shit. Um, but I just didn't want to offend anybody while I was there, so I was like, Oh yeah, I'll take part. No worries. See what the fuck? I love offending people. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I I love offending people. See, mm. like, you know, when you're chatting to someone who's like really conservative. Mm. I just, I can't help myself. I'm like, I love abortion. Abortion. Oh, yeah. Like, no, yeah, definitely. How was your week? Good week this week. I've been very consistent in looking after the fucking mental health by doing loads of mindfulness and reading and loads of, like, growth work every day, which me and you yeah. sat down last week and we had a little plan about mm. becoming a little bit more mentally resilient so that we can deal with our whole family being together for an entire month <laughs> in December and January. It's like training for a marathon, isn't it? Honest to God. How was your week? Yeah, my week was um pretty good. So I am now preparing to move house. We are in the final stages of our house conveyance. I have started to pack, right? We haven't even finalized the sale, but I am packing because one, I understand that moving house is very stressful. And two, I have very definite obsessive compulsive tendencies and mm. organization gives me a horn. So I yeah. wanted to basically pack everything into a box and label it and organize mm. it. Right. So, right. our topic today is bad dates. I love this topic. I love this topic. I love this topic. So, I posted on Insta um, asking for people to send me stories about bad dates. So, there is a couple of funny little things that people sent me. So, number one, the fella decided to tell me all about his ex during the date. Said he was gone to the toilet and then 10 minutes later he sent me a text to say he's gone home and enjoy the drink. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. That's awful. I'd be checking myself into Pats after that, honest to God. Oh, God, he probably upset himself so much just sitting there talking about his ex that he was like, I'm going to go home and cry. (laughs) He was in the bathroom having a whinge. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's a poor um, girl. <laughs> oh, this is deadly. Seen his phone screensaver um, on the table. Turns out I wrote his brother. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> uh, well, I've heard this story even worse, though, from friends. Is da. Is da. Yeah. Yeah, had a little fling with his da. And then, like, has gone to their house. Like, has, you know, had gotten as far as kind of being dating this young fella and has gone to the house and met the man the dad and been like oh my god oh my god and the dad was like having an affair with her yeah stop yeah oh, dirty dirty oh first day he casually asked me if i fancied a ride in the toilets oh wow on the first day each their own like have sex whenever mm-hmm. you want but wow what a question See, I feel like this depends on the context and it depends on the date as well. Mm. Like, if you guys were just meeting up just basically to fuck and that was the vibe, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Once Mm -hmm. it's consensual, Mm -hmm. you live your sexual life. I love it. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you're meeting in Bruxelles for a drink after texting someone on Tinder for two days 
and like you know you're talking about like where you went to college or whatever and yeah. then he just turns around and asks you if you want to hooly dooly downstairs yeah. fucking in the jacks no yeah, no no not for me not for me <laughs> he made me laugh unexpectedly and i accidentally let out a whopper fart <laughs> <laughs> just pretend it absolutely just like stare him straight in the eye and be continue to have a little giggle and if he like looks <laughs> at you smell. funny just be like what <laughs> and, and his nose his nostrils start flaring as the <laughs> smell starts to to bellow from your arse like what would you do i just oh, go that's you know what great. let's not do this we're too old to be yeah fucking doing this i just, just be like that mind. was so funny that you made me shit my pants sorry i have to leave now <laughs> <laughs> okay tinder date told me about his little holiday in the psych ward after one drink i was gonna say so <gasps> so no no hate for people who look after their mental health and receive treatment definitely um, not gorgeous gorgeous girls wear grippy grippy socks mm-hmm. and all that um but like there is like social cues and maybe don't talk about your psychiatry issues after like a couple of minutes you know what i mean oversharing he told me about his butt fetish on the first date we already talked in another episode about not icking somebody else's kink so that's not what we're doing but um wow i think that'd be my cue to get me little toesies up and leave sorry oh okay next one Oh, this is a long one. This is a story. Okay. The fella bought the first round and downed his drink whilst I took two sips of mine. He proceeded to stare at me without a drink until I'd finished mine, waiting for me to buy the next one. And then she Mm -hmm. says in brackets, which I obviously would want to buy, fair is fair, but made it all the more awkward. I bought the next round and then he did and so on. He suggested a bar crawl and a new place for every drink after, which I thought would be fun. Oh, he then went to all the two-for-one cheap places for his rounds and wanted to go to the expensive places for mine. Oh, my God. Then he got a taxi back to his, which I paid for. And then we had the shit sex of my life. Then I had to pay 30 (laughs) euro um, home alone, unsatisfied, and 250 quid down. Oh, my God. 250 euro. Fuck me. He must have been bleeding off. Hold on. Get in the bin. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. Jesus, that's scabbiness. horrific. Scabbiness is definitely a, an, an issue that is an ongoing thing, which we discussed very much in the ache episode. Okay, My next biggest ache. Went on a first date with this guy that I knew through mutual friends. Was just a bit soon after my granddad died, so I was a little bit emotional. It was in the early COVID days. He was from Cork, and as I got more drunk, I made a few little jokes about him being from Cork, like innocent ones. And then later in the night, he snapped and shouted, are you going to stop being such a bitch? And I literally burst into tears in front of him. (laughs) Also, no recollection of what I had said the next day. Um, I ended up going back to his and then doing the deed late enough into the night. And then I turned around mid-sex to see he had fallen asleep. Then oh. I snuck out the door and got a five-minute... Oh, yeah, I snuck out the door and then I got five-minute-long voice notes the next day about how good a date it was and how he would love to see me again. I just couldn't understand why he would think that. Oh. A few things to unpack here, I think. That is riddled with red flags. 
Yeah. Oh god. The fact I'm sorry, like I know this is bad, but the fact that she burst into tears, I just think is the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking like him being like, Are you gonna stop being a bitch? And her just being like <laughs> And then they had sex, like what? Oh god. See, the from the past two messages, right? My favourite thing about this is that y'all bitches are just using these nasty ass men to get the dick. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. I See, love it. The sad thing is, is that there's no other way to fucking do this. They're all nasty as so. Mm. I just think that's fucking gas. And the fact that he fell asleep in the middle of sex. God, you yeah, must have been absolutely have been. slaughtered. Yeah, she she must have been. I'm trying to think about the logistics of that. She must have been. I, I so she turned around. I wonder. Oh, reverse <laughs> cowgirl. Reverse cowgirl. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I was wondering, was he just like propped up against something? Or, yeah, yeah, reverse <laughs> cowgirl for sure. Yeah, this is problematic. <laughs> um, okay, so went for Indian with this beautiful man and ended up with the worst scuts ever. Really uh... She said she spent the entire day just in the toilets. <laughs> Stinger ringer. I wonder if he was nice then and stuck around or was just like outside the bathroom telling her jokes or something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just being like, oh, here, do you want to play a game on our phones or something? <laughs> you know? So um, this other listener text in period sex on the second date. Unreal, though. So nice. It was obviously a good day. But, um, yeah. Good for you, Gail. Get it. Get it, Gail. First date, fella told me abortion should be illegal and gays shouldn't be able to adopt kids. <laughs> oh my god. What? Uh, <laughs> See, there should be some sort of fucking website where you can say, beware of this fucking man. You know, like Yelp. Yelp reviews for single men. You should be able to just look up, okay, uh, Thomas Smith Oh, he's a racist and a homophobe. Do you know what? Nah. Not, Not going to go on a first date with him. No, thank you. Oh, Ugh. this actually, the next one kind of ties into what you're saying. So going good until this chap pulled a taxi and would not get in because the driver was black. Just pure oh. casual racism. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Can you imagine? And like the lack of insight. The lack of insight to not even realise that that is so fucking vile. Oh, that's... You know, I was on a date once. I knew this ga- this guy gave me kind of bad vibes in the texts. And I was like, I don't know, might just be coming across weird. So we went out for Starbucks. And he starts telling me... He grew up in South Africa. And he started telling me about how they had the help. And I was <gasps> like, what? And he's like, you know, like slaves. I was like what sorry what and he's like you know they just like they do like the washing they do this that and the other he kept kind of referring to these people as if they weren't people and I was like oh no sorry I just really can't get past how you're speaking about these people oh you know some of them are nice some of them you might acknowledge sometimes I was like okay do you know what I need to leave because you're disgusting Mm. I gotta go bye Fuck my. Yeah, I, I didn't even, I don't think I even took a sip of the coffee. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. Bye. Mm. 
Thanks. I feel like as I get older as well, I have such little tolerance for bullshit mm. and I just love calling people out on it now. Mm. I, like I would have, when I was younger, I would have just been like, ha, yeah, okay. And I probably would have finished the coffee. But now I'd be like, you're a racist piece of shit. I am uncomfortable. Mm. I don't want to talk to you anymore and I'd leave. Yeah. that's And during this whole time, the only time that I've been single in my whole adult life, I was an absolute fucking ruthless bitch. So I would just mm. tell people like, I'm actually just not enjoying myself. So I'm going to oh, go yeah. home. Or I would tell people, what you've just said makes me so uncomfortable. I kind of get real disgusting vibes from you, so come on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, or just like your chat is shit, mate. See you later. Like, Shitty uh, chat is the worst. All right, the next one. Showed me his prison card from Port Leash as if it was <gasps> nothing. Now, so many people replied to this message going... Is it bad that I would find that sexy? Oh I love you. God. But being a convict is not sexy. Oh, this is funny. What, should, should I read this? A man is left it... in the middle of the night and still wanted me to go on a second date. No. This is my one. <laughs> I don't mind saying it. This is my one. Excuse me, what? It was it was just the fucking weirdest thing ever. And he was like so weirdly apologetic. I don't know. I reckon the he same did. as that poor girl that went to the Indian. I reckon that he got the shits. Definitely had the shits. <laughs> 100%. I went on a date, really liked the girl. Told her it was really nice to have such a lovely time. To which she replied, yeah, it's really nice to have a nice dinner with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Under no circumstances is that normal language that you would use with a friend ever. She was, was she was straight up telling you. <laughs> she was telling you, you never going to get this. Oh, You'll never get this. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, There's more coming in live as we speak. Hold on. This is fucking rotten. Okay. Ended up bringing him home. The next morning he puked into a glass beside my bed then left a glass of puke on the bedside table <laughs> oh, no. okay so i have some good reddit ones as well that i wanted to read okay so these are a couple of i so i went down a reddit rabbit hole right mm. to basically find stories about bad dates so i found a couple right. of quite jestful ones that i enjoyed so wasn't necessarily the date which was bad on its own but the fact that she hung out in the car park for two hours after she dropped me off <laughs> just in case <laughs> i changed my mind about doing something after dinner dot, dot, dot. Ew. what mm. no call the police <laughs> oh my god if that was roles reversed and that was a man you would call the cops went on a blind date with a, la a lady who would not stop picking her scabs she just made a pile of them on the restaurant table i, I excused oh. myself to use the washroom and when i came back my soup was there but the pile of scabs wasn't <laughs> no she wanted to be part of you or she wanted <laughs> she wanted she wanted to be inside you oh no <laughs> oh my god a guy told me he recently had just gotten out of a long-term relationship, so he wasn't looking for a commitment, but asked me if he could be my maintenance man as he stroked his penis through his jeans. Ew. What? 
We spent most of the day going shopping for clothes she had for another date later that week. <laughs> Isn't it nice going shopping with your friend? <laughs> I'm going to use friend. that sign from now on. <laughs> Love when your friend comes with you to pick out clothes for a booty call. Oh my god. It's <laughs> ah, so funny. Okay, so I went, so this is obviously American, right? So I went mm. on a Tinder date with a guy who is now in my contact says, do not answer penis pic. <laughs> Prior to the day, he seemed normal. We texted and talked on the phone, then arranged to meet up at a restaurant slash bar. He was cute, but definitely bitter about something. He was from California and apparently didn't like this new city that he were he was in. He started talking about sex and blowjobs and complained about how uptight everybody is around here about sex. He invited the waitress back to a party his company was throwing after sending back the French fries which he ordered. I showed him a picture of my dog on <laughs> I showed him a picture of my dog on my phone and he took out his phone and showed me a picture of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> no. We walked out of the We walked out of the restaurant together to get our cars from the valet. My car came out first and I left. He texted me then later that he had my sweater brackets apparently I dropped it on the way out and Asked me if I wanted to see him again <laughs> to see if I would hang out with him or I pee my sweater. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, again, layers and layers of red fucking flags. <laughs> Holy shit. So, have you got any good date stories, my friend? I had organized a date on Tinder to a guy who I had been speaking to for ages, right? And when we would talk, we would talk about music a lot. So, the the address that he gave me to meet him at, he said that we were going to dinner somewhere else afterwards, but it, the address that he gave me to meet him at is basically outside like a Lululemon, just like an office building and a Lululemon in town. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's well lit. I'm in public. Nobody's going to die. It should be fine. I stood there for fucking 30 minutes. And I'm like, where is this fucker? I'm texting him being like, seriously, I'm outside. Like, what's going on? I'm going to leave soon. He comes running out of the... Uh, the office building next to the Lululemon being like I should have just come in I'm like come in where what are you talking about and he's like follow me and so he runs up into this office building and I'm like oh uh oh I'm like this is how I die this is how I die so I run into the office building after him and I'm like what the fuck and we go up a couple of flights of stairs and then I run through an office where there are people working it's nighttime. Why are you running? Because <laughs> he's legging it. He's legging it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? He literally, he was just like, oh, quick, come in. And then just ran away. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm running after this fucker. He runs right to the back of the office. And people are just watching me run by their desks. Right to the back of the office. <laughs> into a little room. Into a little room that is a recording studio. Right? And he's on one side of a, like, t a turn to, not a, yeah, like a, one side of a recording table thing. And I'm on the other side. And he points at some headphones. He's like, put them on, put them on. I'm like, what is going on? So I put on the big ass headphones and he clicks a button and he goes, okay, Auckland, we are back. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? What? Do you not know this story? I've never in my life heard this story. Claire. He's like, okay, Auckland. He has a DJ voice on. We are back and we're here with Anya, who, if she does our next challenge, 
the radio station, which I will not name, the radio station will pay for her date, pay for her Tinder date today. We've been talking about Tinder dates all day. And we're about to have a really good one. Hopefully it'll be free for Anya. And I'm standing there looking at him like, what is happening? What the um, fuck is going yeah, on right now? What the actual fuck is going on? I knew we worked at this radio station, but I was like, what's happening? So he's like, Anya's favourite artist is The Weeknd, which I was like, okay. Oh, fuck, this is why you're asking me about music. Anya's favourite artist is The Weeknd, and if she sings this verse of this next song, the radio station is going to pay for her Tinder date. And I just stood there, looked at this man blank in the face as the music started, and said, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like... He's like looking at me, like whispering, "You have to, you have to." Like we're on, we're on air. We are on <laughs> air. And so I just went so close to the microphone. And I was like, "I'll pay for my own date, thank you. I'm not singing the <laughs> song." And he's like, oh, "Oh, we have a we have a live one, guys. We have a oh. a spicy weekend fan tonight. Oh. Are you are you sure you don't?" And I was just like, "I'm not partaking in this." Um, anyways, and so I took off the headphones to leave. And he's like, "You can't go outside. You can't go outside. We're live." And I'm like, here, mate, I don't know what's going on, but I don't give a fuck. I am gone. Goodbye. So I take mm. off the headphones. He takes off his. He does like a weird little outro being like, okay, looks like the Tinder date is starting earlier than we thought. Bye, guys. And he signs off. I look up at the little sign in the corner that says on air, you know, those things that light up. Mm. And it's not lit up. And I'm like, was this all an elaborate thing for me to like, have my date paid for yeah am I supposed to be impressed like what's is this meant to be funny am I I'm not laughing like what's happening he literally thought that he was the smartest funniest fucker I was like uh okay I'm you're already half an hour late I've been stood outside in the call for half an hour and then you make me go through the weirdest most awkward situation ever what the fuck was that also trying to make me sing like what He's like, oh, it's just, it's a recording. It's a recording. Um, We're going to use it tomorrow. I'm like, no, you're not. Nobody is letting you on the radio. Like, I'm sure that you're just here as an assistant or something. (laughs) So, so we go out to dinner and it's just like horrific. The chat is absolutely shit. He, he was like, oh, do you want me to like drop you home? I was like, yeah, sure. I live ages away. You can drop me home for free. And then I'm going to say goodbye. I get into the car and he has every single The Weeknd CD like placed around the car and I was like I'm I'm definitely gonna die (laughs) like he even had he even had couples copies of like vinyl (laughs) like this limited edition fucking and just like as if like it was just sat there anyways like because I had told him that my favorite artist at the time was the weekend oh sorry let me just move those over a few great great (laughs) albums great albums I was like oh what you're a man? loser my favorite part of that story is you guys just frantically running through the office <laughs> and genuinely like people still in the office working watching <laughs> me just chase this man through the office <laughs> I, I i am sure that he was just the assistant or something and that he would have turned up the next day and people would be like so did you close the deal man and be like <laughs> I even I, <laughs> I even bought vinyl weekend albums. Like fuck's sake! God, just have a wank. Like come on. 
honestly. Like, and then for months, any time the weekend came out with a new song or was like in the news or you know was playing somewhere he would text me about it and I was like wow you're you're blocked mate just stop stop now another really bad date that wasn't meant to be a date I was going out with my girlfriends for my birthday two people that I was dating at the time came to the bar that I was in uninvited and so I had to have the whole night where I kept these two men separate Mm. but I was like I would go and kiss one in one corner and then I would go and dance with one in another corner and they never found out about each other it was it was another like weird sitcom sitcom moment it's Mrs. Dofar you it's Mrs. Dofar help is on the way yeah help is on the way do you do you want to hear about my first date with Kane yeah so I went out for drinks with my friends and I got really fucked up Mm. he went for drinks with his friends when I was on my way to meet him, I texted him being like, uh, sorry that I'm late. I'm on the ones and twos. So like, I am running to you now is what that means mm. to Irish people, or at least dubs. And what he thought was, or she, <laughs> she's just having a quick shit and a piss. Um, she'll be here just now. Ah. I turn up anyways. We have cocktails. So we get super fucking messed up. We are going hard. Like we are drinking like crazy. I was dancing with another girl as well who was at said club. This beautiful woman who we were vibing. And in Mm -hmm. the middle of me and Kane's date, the man that I'm going to marry, me and this woman made out. (laughs) What? I never knew that. Are you for real? Yeah, I just... She, I was talking to him tonight. I was like, you okay if I tell that story? And he's like, yeah, it's so fucking weird on you. Go for it. (laughs) Sexual tension was in that room Mm. that night. My God. Super intense. I'm blushing. Me and this girl start making out and he's just stood there. Come back. I'm dancing with Ken. He runs out of money because we've been spending hundreds of dollars getting absolutely fucking tanked in every nightclub in Auckland. So he's like, right, okay. I don't have any money left. He's all embarrassed. And I'm like, well, I have loads of fucking money. It will be fine. Um, so he just says, well, whatever you're drinking. I was a whiskey drinker. He can't handle drinks that you can taste. So he's dying drinking all this fucking whiskey. So then <laughs> the nightclub probably closes. I can't really 100% remember. But we leave anyways and we're outside. And he's like, wow, tonight was, tonight was something thank you so much. He, he opens the door to a taxi to put me in and he's like, I'll ring you tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't fucking think so. I have a <laughs> So he was oh trying to be God. like a respectful boy. And I was like, no, get in the taxi. Like I'm not going home by myself. <laughs> You're a brother. So, <laughs> he was so broke that he had to get his aunt to come and pick him up from my house the next day i was gonna say do you want to hear about my terrible date story but you uh you experienced it with me oh god tell me from your perspective because this is just wonderful so i (laughs) just got out of an eight year relationship and i was like you know having fun tinder la 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 so basically you were home in Ireland and we were having 
glasses of Prosecco in our mother's house and you guys were, you, Kane, and one of your mates was going into town and I was going into town on this date. So we were drinking, having a laugh mm-hmm. and so we we're like, we share a taxi into town. We ended mm-hmm. up locked <laughs> and then you guys were dropping me to the date and we were like, wouldn't it be gas if... <laughs> you guys were like a fly on the wall to watch this date again american sitcom moment yeah Mm -hmm. so in our drunken madness we i I shuffled in and i met the guy who actually i had kind of have had met him before i had known him previously Mm. and so we're sitting on the date and then you guys were like sitting across the pub in this like old man pub that was really quiet and so like me and you look alike like how do you not look at me and be like oh there she is again <laughs> that's clear yeah. again well even with our voices people cannot distinguish the no. difference so <laughs> they think it's one person on the podcast it's very obvious that my relative is sitting across the table from us and you guys are all bent neck just watching us the whole time giggling (laughs) so anyway your man gets up and he goes to the toilet and i sneak over to you guys to your booth and i'm like laughing la 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 (laughs) and i turn around to you and i was like girls this is fucking gas he hasn't even a clue that you are here and that we all came here together so you could watch this day and i looked and you guys all were like (gasps) and i was like oh my god he's behind me isn't he (laughs) He's, he's behind me and he was like yeah, this is kind of weird. What's going on here? <laughs> I was like, um, this is actually our local and my sister and my brother-in-law and my sister's friend just happened to be here. He was like, but I just heard you say that you guys planned this. <laughs> I've been standing here for here. a while. Yeah. And then they're just sitting here watching me and you on this no. date. I was like, do you know what? Just own it. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll be going all just get cocktails together. And then you and Kane oh went home. God. And your mate yeah. then rang me. She was obviously like on a mad session or whatever. And then rang me and then came and met me and the guy. And we were like the three of us just like doing shots in Capital Bar. Yeah. Horrific. You know. I was like, this is weird, but I'm gonna go with it. Because I'm looking for me home. He had, yeah. But he had no choice. Mental. Mars. <laughs> Like, who does that? Like, I brought my whole family on a date with me. Literally. In the bin. Get in the bin. Get in the fucking bin. I swear <laughs> to God. Get in that bin there. Right, so every week, myself and Claire put something in the bin. This is something that has annoyed us or that we've thought about for ages just shouldn't be a fucking thing anymore. So, Claire, tell us what for you this week is going in the fucking bin. I'm putting the estate agents in the bin, right? I got oh. a phone call yesterday and it literally was like, oh my God, oh my God, you're going to lose the house if you don't sign this form now. I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, you need to fucking just sit down for a minute and take a breath. We need to regulate our emotions here and stop shouting <laughs> at people, right? No need for this carry on. You know what I mean? Like, and <gasps> everything is in order that needs to be done, right? So, but I rang the this solicitor then he rang me back he's from Donegal and <laughs> he answered the phone he's like hello is this we Claire <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh hi how are you well because I text him gone I just got a very panicked phone call and he was like 
Well, I just got a wild panicked phone call myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a state agent. <laughs> Why is it Jamaican? He was he was from Donegal. And then he went, oh, he went from, you know, <laughs> being on the island in <laughs> in Dumanal on Aaron Moore and now he's on the islands in the Caribbean. <laughs> Do you know, because my mate that lives in Donegal is fucked off to Canada, so now I can't do the accents anymore. Anyway, <laughs> moral of the story is state agents are a wank. Oh. What are you putting in the bin? Uh, I'm putting, I like this absolutely boils my blood, right? I'm putting teenagers on the bus, specifically <laughs> in the bin, but teenagers anywhere can go in the bin if they're walking in front of you in groups in the bin if you have to approach a group of them and you're terrified in the bin teenagers on the bus though i sat the other day and clear cleared the kiwi accent i don't mind it on an adult at all in fact i quite like it i enjoy it i choose to live here and the accent is lovely but the accent out of a teenager's mouth makes me want to put bleach in my ears <laughs> Claire I literally think about the fact that my children are going to have this accent yeah, and I'm like I do you know what the whole time. Mom. you might just actually be sent off to boarding school as soon as you turn 13 years old fuck off you can come back when you're 24 until then just leave me alone the accent Claire is horrible so I was sitting on the bus the other day and there was one teenage girl sitting on one set of two seats where her feet up on she sat on one seat facing the other seat where her feet up on it our runners sitting on the seat and then there's a seat behind her where there's a fella sat and he has his bag on the seat four seats taken up by two people absolute cunts and so because they're not sat next to each other they have to yell a little bit to talk to each other They're just speaking loudly and being fucking under the age of 20. And I hated every single second of it. Talking just absolute garbage about fucking oh, some party that they were going to. And what they were going to be doing at uni. And I was like, fuck the two years. You two can get fucked. Every single teenager on the bus makes me want to scream. This is actually quite ironic because had to remove me from from a situation the other day right we were in the gym and there's this adults only area in the gym right and it's 18 plus but these little leave insert little cunts took over the whole fucking area the other day right and you're supposed to be in there you can talk but you you need to be quiet and it's Mm -hmm. relaxed and it's it's actually a soundproof room and the whole reason is because the place is fucking full of kids and it's for Mm -hmm. refuge and it's for mature <laughs> audiences only, right? This upset me so much. And I was waiting on <laughs> to come down from the gym. And I was sitting there, right? And they're all chatting and sitting fucking six feet away from each other, right? But I will take your Kiwi teenager accent and I will mm. raise you a South Dublin teenager no. accent Mm-mm. and they also were talking about a party and one of them was like yeah like she took every drug under the sun it was like ketamine there was ecstasy i literally was like shut the fuck up stop talking <laughs> and <laughs> came in and he was like hi dear how are you and i was like i'm just sitting here listening to these 
loud bastards talking. He was like, <laughs> calm down. Like, They're gonna cancel our membership. I was like, sorry, they just think that I want to hear about their fucking party the other night. <laughs> like, See, that's exactly was, red in the face. And he was like, Oh, there was eight hundred people at this party. And I'm like, Who can who has a house big enough for eight hundred people? These are privileged little bankers, and they were talking about how they all go to the institute, and la la la. And I literally, oh no, inside me. I, <laughs> I will often just ring Kane while I'm on the bus to be like, "Hey, how's your day going? Yeah, yeah, mine's gone fine. The fucking cunt in front of me <laughs> won't shut the fuck up about this thing." And I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to, you know, make sure there's nobody around me who realizes where I work. Like, mm. yeah, man. And the seat in front of me has his back on the chair. His back on the chair. There are old women standing, Ken. There's old women standing. And this fucking stupid fella in a brown hat has his fucking back on the chair. I'd be going mad. And he's like, he's actually probably hung up at this stage. And I'm just talking to nobody screaming. So that the little fucking cunt with the brown hat knows that he needs to take his chair. Fucking is bag off the chair so that the old women can sit down arseholes clear i'm always oh. making the scene everywhere i go i make a scene i'm yeah. changing my in the bin so delete that one right okay so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mentally tried to delete it i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Right>. go on <laughs> yeah so what i'm putting in the bin this week is seeing people that you don't want to see in places that you don't want to see them. Oh. So, I was in the gym the other day, right? And I was paying for food or something like that, right? And I look to the right and I make eye contact with this man. And he makes eye contact with me. And instantly we both very clearly felt embarrassed and awkward. And we both looked away. And I said to myself, how do I know this man? <laughs> Why do I feel uncomfortable? My gynecologist. <laughs> my gynecologist. And he was wearing odd socks as well, which was very <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> like, and I Why know does that was. make it so much worse? And so I was like, <gasps> and he was like, <sighs> and the two of us were just incredibly uncomfortable immediately. Aww. And I, I said to the person that I may or may not live with, we have to leave the gym. That's it, I'm done here. <laughs> It's, it's full of people that I don't want to see all of the time. And yeah. I'm on the other side of that. If I see somebody that professionally maybe, you know, is a similar Might situation. Might not want to see you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I feel embarrassed. Mm. I don't, I don't want to talk to you in the yeah. changing room. I don't want to be trying to not look at your tits as you're talking about your kids. It, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you know? And someone always comes up to you. When you're trying to get changed. And I'm one of these people mm-hmm. who are like, I'll nearly have a fucking stroke trying to get that towel around me to be completely unexposed the entire time. Mm. See if, if a, a little even bit of extra leg comes out of that towel and someone's watching, I'm like, ah, oh, God forbid. But the L one's chatting to you that you know them kind of and the baps are out and you're just, you're trying so hard to keep the eyes <laughs> above the tits you know <laughs> you're actually straining to get <laughs> oh yeah so my in the bin is seeing people in places mm. that you don't want to see them 
particularly my fucking gynecologist. Like, I literally just looked at him and I just felt so deflated. I was like, is there oh. anybody in this place that hasn't seen my vag? Oh, God. See, I, if I ever see anybody from work and I'm outside of work, I instantly don't want to be there. There is a handful of people that I am okay with, right? A couple of people that will be in my inner circle and they are fine if they see me on the weekends. Fuck off. Mm. I have like a poo bun in me hair, no makeup on, and like just go away. I'm never wearing a bra. If I'm not in the office, I'm not wearing a bra. I'd love to not be able to wear a bra. I'd honestly, God, I'd have road rash on me tits if I didn't wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, that's it from us. Um, go and bitch about us in your girl group chat. Share us on fucking social media. Do you know what you can actually do, right? Mm. Go and mm. review us. Review us on Apple oh. Podcasts. Because we're Give starting to get a couple of our... We're, we're getting a couple of our listeners now. We're in the tells hands. And we want more. So... Fucking send us in your group chat. Go and give us a little review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Don't leave us bad reviews because I'm mentally unstable and I'd be very <laughs> upset about that if you do. I'm too unwell. Also, I'm um, too unwell. I'm not, no, I'm not well at all. Um, <laughs> also, if you see our TikTok, uh, please share it with women because the algorithm is not working in oh. our favour on TikTok Mm-mm. and it is all incel fucking pig man and the comments <laughs> i just cannot cope with the comments i just i spent all day deleting them honest to god one of them one man just was like um fat bitch known to go nearer <laughs> <laughs> not even relevant to the conversation fat bitch known to go nearer. And another fella goes you definitely ride girls <laughs> and you're like oh yeah what of it yeah your mash your dad. Your dad sells yeah. the Avon. Do you know what? Somebody messaged me here. Look, this will make you feel better. Do you know what? Our, our little catchphrases are starting to catch on. Somebody messaged me and been like, said, well, fuck me. <laughs> Somebody, me- <laughs> Somebody messaged me and said that they were talking about us in the group chat. I was like, oh, bless. That's so lovely. They were like, I share you guys in all my girl group chats. I was like, Aww. yes, cunt. Fucking love it. Oh, so go and do someone, that. Share um, us in the group chat. Yeah, someone someone said to me, uh, fuck my. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Have you seen that video? And she's like, no, I just listened to the pod. I was like, oh, oh you should definitely watch that video, though. It's very funny. <laughs> Your woman deserves the views. She's great. Yeah. Fuck my. Oh. Right. Wonderful. Fuck mine. Wonderful. See you later. Slam. Bye. Keep it.